Hi, you're listening to Community Radio. This is 8CCC FM 102.1 in Alice Springs and Tennant Creek. And this is Kitchen Radio, a new show all about seasonal food, what's growing here in your local community and what to do with it in your kitchen. Oh my goodness, welcome to another Friday. They sneak up on us, don't they? This yeah, they is, um, do. <laughs> what was it, too loud? Did I blast your ears? A little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoops. Whoops, a daisy. But that's Can't okay. Talk and look at I the same time. I think we should time. do that on Fridays. Just boom, wake everybody boom, up. Bang! It's Friday. Friday afternoon, and it's kitchen radio. It is kitchen radio time. Yeah. Hey, this heat isn't it great? Yes. Just for a week. I I'm saying. Yes we're going to be saying thinking. it's great for a week. Yeah. Are you enjoying it, really? Rita? I do. Because I, I, I feel like summer's here. You know, yeah. even though it was only 14 degrees last Monday. Yes. And now it's like 35 degrees. It's kind of like I'm, I always get excited at the beginning of summer. Yeah. Just okay. for a very short time until like 42 till degrees. Af- till the yeah. afternoon. <laughs> oh, that's interesting because I reckon I do the reverse, which is like when summer, the summer heat kicks in, I have a bit of a. You know, a slight depression, like people get the winter blues in other parts. Or, you know, when it changes season to winter in when you're in a cold part of the world, um, whatever you call that, seasonal affective disorder. I reckon That's I get fine. a bit of that when the summer kicks in. Oh, no, I get excited also because I have a tree out the front of my house and during winter I have no protection. And then when summer hits, that tree oh, is covered in leaves. Gets leaves. Yeah. Is it? A secret ingredient. It tree. is a secret <gasps> ingredient. Let's 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 just ask the questions, okay? So it, this this secret ingredient, I, can, I should welcome Laurencia as well. Hi, <laughs> we have a, a um, special Friday afternoon guest. Yeah. Tech, tech support, moral support. I'm the gal who hasn't got anything better to do on Friday than come uh, in and hang out with these girls. That's a rotten story, <laughs> Laurencia. That's not right, Laurencia. What I like is yeah. the um, provider of the good music and also provider of the garnish for the fabulous I beverage know. we enjoy. That was sure. a great Some way to use that garnish. Never yeah. thought about it. And, and here to do a tasting as well. We're, yes. Yeah, because, you know, we're not going to give honest tastings, aren't we? Well, I'm not going to give an honest comment anyhow. On oh, my okay. own food, I'll always say it's oh, good. Oh, right, food, yeah. yes. Yeah. Food, but food. this this special ingredient of the week is, it can be white. I've got a little bit of a Have you got white you? one there. There's the white one. It can oh. be black. It can be red. It can be Pakistan. Yes. And it can be dried. Dried, yes. And it's, um, and it's kind of there at the moment. I've got a stain on my yes. arm to prove that I've been picking them. Yes. What do you think they could be? You've really spelled it out there with those I clues, have. but probably no one's listening, so they won't have guessed. They can text me. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening and you can guess, text uh, Rita. Rita. It's do you want to guess, Lorenzo? Do you want to guess? Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling, looking at that tattoo on your arm, that could be something related to the uh, stained chicken poo yeah. that oh, I that's see true. Yep. Yep. coming. Yep. Yep. That's it, that's it. Yeah. On the right, so, so you've the right got stained hook. chicken poo in your well, area. Of the I don't hook, the have hook. chickens in my yard anymore, but yeah. I used to have the neighbour's chickens and yeah. they've got a one of these trees. A special tree, <laughs> special so summer tree. I always knew when they were ripe because of the chicken poo yeah. colour. No. Yes. So it is. Um, I can try and find that drum roll. If yeah, get your drum roll ready, Rita. Yeah, yeah. Find if it. anyone is listening and you haven't guessed, then... Well, maybe you're in another part of the country, I guess. But if you're here in Alice Springs, you'll know exactly what we're talking about because you'll be uh, eyeing them off in the laneways. Because that's hopefully all we're talking about at the moment. <laughs> that's, all, that's all we talk about here in Alice Springs. Do you have these things in Tennant Creek? I haven't thought about that. Yeah. I'm assuming so. Mm. 
anywhere where there's a tap I've, leaking. I've lost the drum roll, so can we maybe do the drum roll? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it. Uh, that that's a metaphor for roll. life, isn't it? I've lost the drum <laughs> roll. So look what is. Mulberries. Mulberries. Oh, yeah. And, of course, you know, the, the stained chicken poo is right, except there are white mulberries too. Mm, I can yeah. see. It's a diversity. It's like our town. It's <laughs> my my mum gets the prize. My mum has messaged me from Victoria to guess mulberries and um, she got in just in time, which means you win the stained chicken poo, Nancy. Well oh. done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for listening, nice. my Mum's family. Listening. Yeah. Hi, Nancy. Guess what? This is Community Radio. This is uh, 102.1 <laughs> FM, 8 C, broadcasting live out of the studio here in Alice Springs and Tennant Creek. And uh, apparently going out live to air on the World Wide Web. People are listening in other places. Do, 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 do. Okay, so I've got a white mulberry tree that I... I know how long I've been in my house because of this mulberry tree. So <laughs> my friend Anna bought it for George on his fourth birthday and he's now about to turn 17. Yes. So I know I've been in this house for like 13 years. Yes. I was yeah. thinking for a minute there that you keep track of his birthday by knowing when the mulberry <laughs> was planted. <laughs> I think that's what you call ask about face. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm allowed to say that. But I, I love the white mulberry. I've got some here, which um, would you like to try some? I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to. And I, I love, I'm, I'm prejudging them. Yeah, look, it's really, like... they're really quite sweet, but they're a little bit sad because the um, season for them is really, really short. Sweet and, and for sad. years I would look at people who had black mulberries or red mulberries and I had envy because they continued to have fruit for like a long time after my white mulberry tree, which is a lot bigger than the um, black mulberry um, gave up goes basically yeah, in terms okay. of fruit. So a few years ago I decided that I too could own a black mulberry tree. Y- yes, yes. Or does the mulberry tree own you? I Possibly. Never, I never heard of such a thing as, as a, a white, white mulberry. Never. Look, to, I've actually got a colleague who told me that he um, didn't have a black mulberry tree in his house because they had white carpets in their house. And <laughs> <laughs> Their mother was a little bit concerned um, that they would go walking through the house with mulberry stained um, uh, feet. So um, they only ever had a white mulberry. So I think now that he's got children, he certainly has a lovely a couple of black mulberry trees. Absolutely. Mm. He's got mulberry coloured carpet. Yeah, I'm and sure. I think it's a bit sad, the white mulberry. I think it's a bit, it's kind of sweet, but it's a bit sad because I think for me. They're really, really yummy until you taste a big, juicy, fat black, black mulberry. mulberry. And yeah. when you compare. It's a bit like the carob chocolate argument. You know, carob is... Well, just that carob is awesome until you try and compare it with chocolate. And then you realise it's shit. But as its own thing, it's great. I think the white mulberry is delicious. It is It's just nowhere near as good as this little (laughs) yummy, yummy, yummy. Mmm. Yeah, and um, that's very very yum. The yeah, and I've got another really good little mulberry story. That the other day I went shopping. Passing the mulberry cup around uh, as you do in Alice Springs after you finish work, and I'm thinking I need some fruit for breakfast, and I see raspberries, and they're like a really good price, and so I buy raspberries, and I only six fifty a punnet. No, 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 no. Like they're like about three dollars. I wouldn't have bought them for six fifty, right? They're only like about three or three fifty, and um, walking yeah. into my house and. To get into my house, I've got to walk past my mulberry tree and I'm suddenly looking at my mulberry tree and I'm like, is this a bit messed up? You know, here I have, I bought these sort of raspberries and then they're the lovely little plastic clamshell and here I've got a mulberry tree covered in fruit. Like, why am I choosing to buy raspberries when I could just go outside and pick mulberries? It's a very messy state of affairs, isn't it? Yeah. I reckon you're going to have dreams where the mulberry tree kind of like grows overnight and comes in through your bedroom window and tries to choke you as yeah. revenge. Um, yeah, but no. but okay, maybe do you not. think do you think if you were blindfolded 
And someone gave you like mulberries and loganberries and raspberries. Yes, strawberries. And blackberries. You, oh, I think strawberries are different. What are you <laughs> <talking about>? Sorry. <laughs> So. <laughs> so it's like adding blackberries to it. No, no, blueberries to it. No, no. I'm talking about fruits that look like kind of berries. Yeah. You know, and that, like yeah. how much is the colour or the association with your when it comes to taste? I mean, mulberries do they really taste amazing? Like they've got a great texture and a great yes. colour. Yes. But um, the, and they're good for eating. Like I'm, I won't question that. But they are, are they a great cooking ingredient? Oh, they are in the sense that we have them here. Abundantly and, in Alice and Springs, and I'm so and curious that's what to know. Kitchen radio is all I about. Know. I'm so curious to know why we have them here. What, uh, in Alice Springs? Yeah, yeah. I think they grow. I, I read that they, in the first couple of years, mulberries grow really, really quickly, and then they slow down. So, I suspect they're actually quite easy to grow here. I'd love to tell a story okay. about the Afghan camellias and you know the introduction of mulberry into, but I don't know. <laughs> it's probably not true. <laughs> But I mean, I think they're very, they're hardy. You they know, stuff they're very, their saddles with them, just like buffalo grass, right. and they all the seeds. They transported <laughs> their chickens yeah. with mulberry poo and then the yeah. seeds. Yeah. But you know, when I first had a plot at the community garden, there were like mulberry trees that separated the plots. And then I think someone wisely decided that those mulberry trees were taking all the nutrients and water from those plots. And yes. I know that that section of my plot never did very well. And they transplanted these quite mature um, mulberry trees to the edge of the gardens and I know the first year they didn't fruit but now they're doing amazingly well yes mm. so they're so hardy as well speaking mm. of which the uh, community garden here in Alice Springs has a has a current call out as far as I'm aware for um, you know those that want to get on down and help do a do some harvesting there's certainly the mulberry trees are fruiting like mad so if you if you are a member of the community garden and the uh, arid lands environment center then or you want to uh, take part in a working bee or then, um, then yeah, get on down there and help. Lots and lots of mulberries. Sure. And if you've got too many mulberries, you can always dry them. Yes. Like I've got here these white dried mulberries. We're, we're going to have a tasting. Mm. Which I you haven't never seen these dried as on, on uh, fly screen on the, your shed roof, didn't you, Rita? No. I've been and purchased them. And <laughs> I had a terrible amount of packaging associated <laughs> with them. I'm almost embarrassed wow. to talk about it. But they're quite Moorish. <laughs> Here we, here we go with the on-air choo-choo sound, sound mm. effects. Mm. 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 <laughs> so this is a dried white mulberry which comes um, from the local health food shop, health food store, <laughs> uh, marketed as, you know, all things good and organic and it's uh, packaged in 15 different layers of... Yeah, like plastic, but plastic. they've got a sort of like a, you know, a green-looking colour on the it's plastic. It's green plastic, so, so it's okay think it's uh it's okay but it's not they um, are pretty delicious they're, they're good yeah look i went out to uh, a remote community years ago where i was five for five days with um with a festival and i bought quite a lot of white dried mulberries with less packaging and they just got me through the five days in uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit similar to like yucca jerry like i was got gonna a slight, say they, yeah they've got they've a just slight made me think of bitterness Kachira. yeah i agree depending on where you're from which i have a, a big tub of Kachiro, which is a bush tomato. Mm. Well, I'm probably saying it or wrong. Bush sultana, yeah. There's um, so many different different names in different language groups and so on, but actually quite reminiscent of that. I mean, that, that flavour is much stronger again, but pretty delicious. Mm. You eat too many of them and you you know you've made a mistake, of course. Yeah. But probably the same with the dried mulberries. Yeah, but you don't when get you're dried. In like a remote area with no facilities. Yeah, yeah. Here so we go. Here we have summer, we have mulberries. 
And now you've got, I've got a lot of mulberries on my tree and I start going, oh, what am I going to do with them? So just, from drying just them. to clarify, because I may not have been listening properly, you now have a big juicy black mulberry and a white mulberry. Yeah, because mm. I've decided I could have both. Yes. Yes. I didn't have to make a choice. You didn't have to be the burnt shop Rita mother for your whole life with no, the, only the white mulberry. I could have a black mulberry. Yeah. yeah. Go you good thing. Oh, no. Um, I have recently planted a black mulberry, one that I had bought uh, locally from Dave DeVries, the you know, the garden man who I think recently left town and maybe is back again, but whatever. That was not a plug. Uh, in a, like a wicking bed tub and it took me years because these things do to plant it. So it was in its big pot, wicking bed pot for years, uh, getting sadly, sadly neglected but still surviving. And I just this winter, with the help of my mum, thanks for listening, mum, as well as thanks for digging a hole in the rock-hard dirt, uh, planted this mulberry tree. And now it's going crazy. It's just, it's really put on a lot of growth and covered in delicious berries. Mm. So I just, yeah, feeling very blessed this year. Finally got it in the ground. And what we were talking about, I think, in recent weeks on air, Rita, about, you know, investing in the future. It's not necessarily just the the plants that you think, oh, okay, what's going to be fruiting in the next few years when I'm here or this season yeah. while I'm here in this rental house. It's investing in, you know, might be future future tenants of a home yeah. or a street, a street yeah. tree that anybody can access or whatever it might be. I actually did want to plant that mulberry tree out as a street tree, but yeah. um, I haven't. I'll get another one. I'll, I'll promise but I'll you know, mulberries, get another one. All for my mulberry purpose. trees hang over the yeah. fences, so they are there just not for me, yeah. but for, um, for anyone who wants to walk past. And I don't own that fruit that hangs over the We have no. one. We have one at the Red Cross, actually. Oh, not, yeah. And funnily enough, I've That's been... That's not a plug, is it? No. Well, <laughs> I, I have been working there for a year, and recently we had a crew of men who are out of the prison, but they come and do some work for the Red Cross and they clean up our yard and stuff. They came and helped clean up your mulberry tree. And they started eating the mulberries. And the guy (laughs) said, oh, they're going to have to do the mulberries before they can get back (laughs) into the work. And the funny thing is I'd never even noticed the mulberry tree, but it's tucked in the corner on South Terrace. Oh, that's great. Give away the location, get on down there quick. But no, as we know, there there are loads around. I know there's one uh, in the laneway. I've just been house-sitting and there's one in the laneway near where I'm living. But I did have a bit of a little, a bit of a uh, late-night feast on them in the laneway the other night. But I thought they weren't that tasty. Very big, abundant tree, but not that tasty. Yeah, and I do think you need to look after them because I've got one, yeah. a friend's um, mulberry tree that hangs over where I walk my dog. And I sort of, in summer, I sort of, my, my, my route is around her place and I went there just two days ago and she's not been looking after her tree Ooh. even though she's got small mulberries these that hasn't been watered so they're okay. um, nowhere near as not abundant as no no well, they're just not yeah they're dried little mulberries so interesting because this this tree is certainly abundantly like a lot of fruit but they're quite small and it's a big tree quite small fruit but and not they're not dry but not very tasty so i don't yeah. know perhaps a different variety Perhaps I know. Anyway. Yeah, I wonder if you water them too much Not or enough too chicken little. Poo. You know, yeah, it's a combination mm. of things. Yeah, but I, I reckon that's why they they grow well here. It's it's a bit like we get into the citrus here rents because they do do well here. Like as long as you can give them abundant water, which yeah, and possibly not that tough. much care. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're tough. They yeah. sort of do thrive on neglect as long as you know they've got a leaky drain. Somewhere and they like they must like sunshine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, as long as they've got plenty of water, they'll just go gangbusters in the in the hot sun. Yeah, yeah, and okay. giving us that um, deciduous, you know, that yeah, that like bare, in winter, yeah, bare tree in winter, let the sun in, and yeah, I've and got uh, one that's kind of self-seeded, and I have no idea what it is, whether it's a white mulberry or a black mulberry. Ew, so it I'm might just, not be purebred. 
good on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fascinated about berries. You know, the, I know, I know you've got a whole show that uh, oh. you've scripted, and I'm well, just a blowing. <laughs> <laughs> but I just was thinking about a film that was made that was called Salmon Berries, and it yeah. was about Katie Lang was in it. I don't know if you ever saw it. And she's it giving was, away our soundtrack now. No, but, but anyway, I just thought this not that's not a real berry, but it was a real berry and it the salmon grow and it was in Alaska. So and are they also a berry like in all those little um well it, oh, it was a salmon color and, and in those all those little bubble bits like a raspberry yeah, and a, okay. I think so. Okay, cuz Rita did bring up before like do you think you could taste the difference and I I would have confidently said absolutely of course but actually I did over summer last year have the experience of a friend who grows quite a few different berries hello Sarah and I found that it was actually quite difficult to tell the difference between what mm. I thought I knew very well as a blackberry growing up in Victoria growing wild and picking them and eating them a lot and the loganberry so the loganberry yeah, seemed like yeah. it had a firmer texture generally but so much var- variation bush mm. to bush so to speak I mean certainly I reckon I could tell the difference with a raspberry or a mulberry but between blackberry and loganberry I thought yeah that's a bit that's a bit more tricky yeah anyway mm. okay so oh, um, let's talk Rita about would cooking. like to move along <laughs> well I'd like to talk about cooking oh, with yeah. mulberries this is kitchen radio yep yeah and um I've made mulberry granita and we, you and I were talking about icy poles. Yes. So last year, or perhaps the year before, or maybe wasn't motivated last summer, but the year before certainly made a lot of, uh, did a lot of mulberry harvesting. Found mm. like you know, did a map of all the laneways of East Side and and uh, did a lot of mulberry harvesting. And yeah, ended up making quite a lot of like you know ice cube trays or uh, recycled paddle pop sticks and making little um, you know frozen treats for me and my nephews and yeah it's went, such oh, a, absolutely yeah, went down a treat great sort of kids food yeah. Mulberry, yeah and some of them i experimented some of them i just cooked like you know basically just poached down like you would make a jam but not even adding sugar just straight fruit and um and then froze them like that blended them up and froze them like just delicious yeah and you did something else really nice great for the white carpet <laughs> <laughs> oh yes yeah i, I made a um I made a spiced – oh, where's my prop? Oh, God, I've got to go off air and get my prop. I made okay. a spiced mulberry jelly, which was from the Women's Weekly Cookbook, and entered it into ABC Radio, local radio, ran a pop-up competition thing a couple of years, a couple of summers back, because uh, there seemed to be a lot of interest in mulberries that season, like generally in the community. Well, I guess there is every year. But, yes, I entered in my spiced mulberry jelly, which I just made, spiced with um, – Mm. Can I guess? Can we guess? Yeah, but I can't remember. So. Um, I would put it with not nutmeg. No, spiced um, with with a tipple. Spiced in the naughty way, Rita. Oh, okay. I think it was brandy. Okay. That would be the obvious one. Yeah, no, yeah not with spices. Yeah, I mean, there might have been spices too, but I don't remember that because I put too much brandy in. <laughs> I would think star anise would go really well with mulberry. It would actually. I know it's a tangent, but when we've been talking about citrus all these, you know, weeks ago, we were talking about citrus for weeks, and I do remember that was probably my favourite marmalade ever. No disrespect, because Laurentia's made my second favourite ever. Oh, and Joanna and Melissa have made my third favourite ever. (laughs) They won't be listening. It's all my like three (laughs) listeners. Damn it, all listening. Who make marmalade? But anyway, favourite ever was this spiced tangerine marmalade that came oh. out of the Steiner School, and it had cinnamon. It just tasted like Christmas in a jar. It was oh. ta- tangerine or one yeah, of those yeah. sort of 
slightly odd citrus fruits, slightly unusual citrus fruits, and then spiced with cinnamon. And oh my goodness, just made my, <laughs> my head explode. Anyway, that's a tangent, isn't it? Yeah. So let's get back to the mulberries. Mulberry jelly. Mulberry jelly. So anyway, long story short, mulberries, sugar. Brandies. Not a lot else. It was pretty simple. And then you had to sieve it because it was a jelly. So, you know, I actually followed a recipe for once, which I often don't. Um, But I think with that sort of recipe, you do need to follow closely. When Rita plays a soundtrack shortly, I might even go get it off the bench. And did the the Woman's Weekly recipe have brandy in it? Yes. Yeah. Good on them. Anyway, I entered it in this ABC comp, which was set around at a local residence on Mueller Street there. And I knew it was a winner. In fact, I knew I was going to win. And uh, I didn't win. It's an outrage in my life. <laughs> but what happened was the, uh, it was the CWA ladies, I think in that case they're allowed to be called ladies because uh, they are CWA, they gave it highly commended and I won a tea towel <laughs> from the CWA with a scone recipe on it um, because it wasn't a jam and it was, the competition was about mulberry jam. Yeah. So they they did so a first second trick. First, uh, the CWA is so strict. Mm. I know. So I was pipped at the post. There was a first, second, third prize for Mulberry Jams, uh, and I think Jocelyn Davies did uh, get a, another commended for her Mulberry paste, like a quince paste that she made, which was pretty amazing as well. Mm. A lot of effort went in there, and she's a <laughs> very competitive person. <laughs> So there you go. I got a highly commended. It is my claim to fame, but I do feel a bit, um, a little bit ripped off. I get sad when I think of that story. <laughs> I see my tea towel and it's all bittersweet. It really yeah. is. Well, do you know there is a Devonshire tea coming up at the uh, residency oh. as well? Yeah. Are you sure that's not done and dusted? No, that's on uh, Sunday, November the 3rd. Oh, maybe a second one then. Okay. Is there any of that um, mulberry jelly left? Are or? you kidding that was such precious, precious, precious produce. Right. I had. It's just that they, you, yeah. you know, when you make something like yeah. that and a big lot, you know, you've spent what seems like hours harvesting a bucket of mulberries and it cooks down into three <laughs> teaspoons full of something precious. You know that process. So I felt doubly ripped off with that whole story because yeah. you put your gorgeously presented jar in the competition of jelly and then they dig about and taste it and then they don't even give it back. <gasps> so that was my. I'm yeah. not quite saying it was the only jar, but there might have yep. only been two jars. You're not over and it, are you? I'm not over it. It's cost me a lot in counselling. <laughs> yeah. And I have talked about it and I so want to eat it now I know. As well, it so. really was so good. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do a tasting of something that I've cooked. I don't think it's anywhere near as exciting as the mulberry <laughs> jelly, so we are going to return to the mulberry jelly. <laughs> But um, look, I went to uh, an event actually at the Catholic Church at lunchtime today, which was the 60th anniversary of Little Sister Magalie's um, taking of her vows. And you have to get needed to bring a plate. So I decided I would make a, um, a vegan cashew nut cheesecake and I used mulberries instead of blueberries. And I've got some here. I'm just going to um, ask Lorencia to give a really honest opinion on it. And. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking that maybe the Catholics were a little bit more progressive than the. It all got eaten. I was worried that you know I put it all out there and I and I um I was a little bit you know you know when you sort of bring something to an event and you think it's great and you turn around and like no one's eaten it and it's like devastating you know because Mm. you've obviously missed your 
mark or you've missed the audience. Yes, um, it's delicious. Yeah, I've been eating it all afternoon. And I actually think the mulberries go really well with this. I mean, this is a question about whether or not mulberries are just replacing another fruit or whether, in fact, what you're doing with mulberries really, you know, celebrates them. And I'll just go through that recipe quickly before we go to the mulberry jelly which is i know bex got some did you can you try it too yeah yeah i was feeling like the pet dog there like staring down (laughs) lorencia she's getting to taste it and i'm not getting to taste it so it's got a base it's actually um dates from the date farm on the base and coconut oil very soft and walnuts and almond meal and there's no sugar in that so i've got uh, dates almond meal walnuts coconut yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you sort of smash that up and then you put that in the bottom so that's your crust and then in the meantime you've been soaking um, unsalted cashew raw cashews for about four mm-hmm. hours or at least probably six hours then you put them in a food processor with maple syrup and lemon juice yeah and that's pretty much it. And you've got to get that smooth. So it looks like a cheesecake. You get this beautiful smooth consistency. So you put yes. that in the um, your tray. But then with half of it and then the other half I've just put fresh mulberries in it. Mm. Um, so then I've laid the mulberries over it. And then I made a little special topping with, again, mulberries that was whizzed up with blood That's orange. That's a technical term. Sorry if you didn't understand that. But <laughs> and chia seeds. Whizzed up. Well, like, isn't that wow, wow. like chia seeds on the top, yeah. That's giving you a little bit of extra That's sort of texture. So, so then you've got tasty. to freeze it because it doesn't actually set. You can see that as the yes. temperature has hit it, it's starting yeah. to dissipate. It's a very soft texture. Yeah. And so then you have chia to freeze seeds it. in that topping. Yeah, chia seeds mm. in the topping. Okay. Mm. So delicious. I feel Rita. like I've missed mm. an ingredient. but it's really um, yummy. I think if you just go online and look um, a blueberry cashew nut cheesecake and then you just replace the yeah. um, blueberries... It's fine. And I think it, it really celebrates the mulberry because I, really, I was really quite excited when I tasted it. It's like, yeah, that's mulberry. Yes. And the colour is so beautiful. Yes. And yeah. it, is, it is unique, really, That I think, that colour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, if you replace it with another berry, it, they don't have that same... No, I've done it with blueberries and you get the little bits of blueberries and it's a bit blue, but it's not purple. I mean, yeah. this is a purple cheesecake. It really <laughs> is such an incredible colour, yeah. isn't it, that... That mulberry and color. I like the fact that it's made with local dates as well. So yeah. yeah. So did anyone taste it while you were there, or did you? Well, see I it? turned around. Like I went to get my plate at the end of the, um, you know, the Service. event. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was worried because I couldn't find my plate. I was like, oh no, you know, like it's sitting in the fridge. No one's eaten my <laughs> vegan cashew nut mulberry cheesecakes. <laughs> and then um, no, it was there. Okay, I was given back the plate empty. So. Oh, people. <laughs> 60 different people thought it was a jelly slice and put it in their mouth. And no, went, oh, I think God. they possibly thought it was cheesecake because it does look like cheesecake. And how exciting is that? And I wonder mm. if they were disappointed or if they probably didn't even realise it wasn't cheesecake. <laughs> no, it's better not to tell them maybe at that kind of event. But anyway, who am I to judge? Yeah. So you've mm. got the, um, you've got oh, the yeah, jelly. Look, I don't know that we need to go back there, but I guess, no, I, think we do, I yeah. guess for those that are interested in specifics with uh, recipes, because this is kitchen radio after all and not gas bag half an hour. So, uh, oh, here we go. Two large apples chopped, one medium lemon chopped uh, water, a kilo of mulberries, or oh, I don't know, you can make up the quantities, I guess, sugar and brandy. Yes, brandy is the spiced. So it's actually, I called it spiced mulberry jelly, but it's called mulberry, it's called brandied mulberry jelly. And Ooh. that's in the um, the book of preserves from the Australian Women's oh, Weekly. Oh, I love a lot of those old Women's <laughs> Weekly cookbooks. Who don't, They're yeah, great, they? who would have thought there'd be a mulberry, I don't know, I just got, mm. I remember looking because it was mulberry season and thinking what will I do with them, I'll find a 
you know, a berry recipe and then mm. adapt it for mulberries or, you know, just yeah. throw... But there's actually a mulberry Something recipe. Something that's intended for mulberry, which is actually quite hard. I was pretty um, excited. The mulberry granita, which is a, an Italian Sicilian recipe, is actually intended for mulberries. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So what's a granita? It's, so it's not a sorbet. <laughs> yes, but what does that mean? It's the same thing without sugar, fruit and no, ice. No, 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 no. It's no, like a sorbet, no, no. but granita is like an Italian ice. So it tends to be that the... Um, okay, it's so similar, like it's Same just thing. got, you know, mulberries and sugar and water. and um, But the actual ice particles are, are chunkier, so that's okay. the expectation with Flaked Lake Granita. Ice. Yeah, whereas a sorbet is smooth. Yes. Um, that's what they're sort of and, – and quite light, whereas a granita okay. is just lovely sort of chunky sort of ice in there as well. Okay, yeah. very nice. Well, it's probably what I made for my nephews, only accidentally though, yeah. mulberry gran- granita. In, uh, uh, they did a great granita at Pellegrini's in Melbourne. Oh, mm. with um, what, with what? Not mulberry granita? A mulberry granita? No, or an not a mulberry. Gr- I don't know. Yeah. They were pink, and they were. Mm. Mm. I don't can't. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get well, back to thanks Melbourne. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> Did you know that it's not just the fruit you can eat on mulberries, but you can actually um, make a tea out of the mulberry leaves. Oh, I love this. And that's very therapeutic. It's good for, it's a liver tonic. Um, But, you know, most mulberry trees aren't grown for their fruit. They're actually grown to feed the silkworm because silkworms only eat mulberry leaves. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, said the same thing. I didn't know that either, Lorencia. I feel like I majorly missed out on general yeah. knowledge there because that's a just a fantastic thing to know yeah silkworms yeah. and mulberry trees so but when you've got silk you know you're actually it's actually mulberry leaf you've got there mm-hmm. which has been transformed are they from china let me just do a little google <laughs> i just asking the hard questions mm. here on community radio triple c fm 102.1 i'm just uh, thinking the silk road and yeah you know, just wondering where they were growing and yes well, I know when I was in Laos that I think mulberries are often associated with growing in Laos. And the, um, the white mulberry is actually native to eastern central China. Ah, oh, good old Google. Yeah, and eh? it became naturalised in Europe centuries ago. <laughs> right. And it was uh, introduced into America as part for silkworm culture in colonial okay. times. And it's been naturalised and hybridised um, with the Stolen. native red mulberry. Mm. Okay. So there you go. We, we are um, officially out of time, but... As we know in community radio, there's not a lot else that's happening right now, so we can prattle on if we choose. We can. Um, look, I think we've sort of done with Mulberry, but I just went to, you know, um, ACCC is here in Eastside and there's IGA next door, and I'm not promoting yes. the IGA bottle shop, but I did go there just before the show started and they had some Mulberry gin. Yes, okay. Yeah. Expensive. It was expensive. <laughs> yes, we are not tasting it. No, no. But I did wonder, like I've got some sort of, you know, some notes from it and it had a lot of botanicals and aromatics with it. But I do wonder if you just put gin and then you squashed up mulberries in it, that would be much the same. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So was the gin um, purple in colour? Yeah. Oh, really? It's like slow gin. So it's that whole idea that mm. you, you can introduce a fruit into gin and give it colour and give it a little bit of sweetness as well. Yes, because, I mean, they often claim that they're infused with different with different fruits, but, yeah. But uh, usually they're still clear spirit. So mm. this one was actually pink or purple, was it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I bought um, like slow gin in, or damson gin in Tassie and it's been red, yeah. Ah. Now I've just got one other question. Like it's a cooking question because this is a cooking show about <laughs> mulberries. I just well, want to get both show. of your opinions. <laughs> and, um, you know, like um, 
the the mulberry's got a little bit of a twig on the end mm. of it, and I know when I came across some recipes for mulberry granita, you yes. know they talk about blending them up and then sieving them, and I don't think that's necessary. So I would just like to put it out to both of you. Do yes. you think that twig is a problem? Because I I think that's part of the actual mm. experience. I eat the twig. Yeah, I eat the twig too. Same. My son said he won't eat the twig, and Ugh. I'm like. Well, a twig's part of the experience. Yeah. yeah, and he'll get over that. If he ever has to cook for a family, he'll get over that. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think it makes very little difference. Yeah, it is part of the experience. And I'm lazy. I just want to get them down my throat as I quick know, as I this, can. And can I just uh, one more thing there with mulberries, which is I've thought about the technique of picking mulberries, and because I've yes. got a lot of mulberries on the tree, I've got a, like a principle that I don't tug the mulberry because if you tug yes. the mulberry it's not ready to be eaten mm. so I just put my hands underneath it and if the mulberry falls into my hands it's like it's meant to be eaten it's sort of sweet enough and it's just falling off the tree it's called fondling yeah possibly do you yeah. think I don't know it's a nice it's, word yeah. in that context yeah um but I do think yes if you are if you are to remove the stem properly then you like when mulberries are ripe they're so delicate yeah, you exactly. couldn't you, you couldn't, couldn't just pull out that stem no, without yeah. without crushing the mulberry yeah and getting stained fingers no but just yeah I think it would uh, I'm kind of wondering about the stain like what that's mm. about and what people use it for there must I've be got guys a stain there must be guys. on my yeah. arm here yes, yes. Very beautiful. Yeah. Very artistic. <laughs> Looks like <laughs> swan shit. <laughs> um, um, but no, I'm sure they're di- they must be used mm. as a dye as well. It's such a vibrant colour, aren't they? It's such a beautiful colour. Mm. Um, Put now, that in your Google search, Rita. <laughs> no, kidding. We should can probably. do that. But we're probably out of time. Um, I just want to, before we move to, we finish off with the song, I do want to say that that opening song was, the, um, was by the Carolina Chocolate Drops. And they're an old-time string band from North Carolina. And I was pretty excited when I came across that track because it's got such a foody sort of title to it, which is Cornbread and Butter Beans. Yes, <laughs> yes. We love our food music, which which is uh, definitely thanks to your efforts, Rita, but, but very much thanks to uh, Laurentia's, southern cooking, Laurentia's efforts. She's done big searches and uh, provided us with... A long list of possible soundtracks. So the song today, it's not about mulberries, but it is about being barefoot because I just love that idea of mulberries, you know, I associate them with having sort of the soles of your feet stained with mulberry juice. It's about being, it definitely has associations with being a kid, being free-spirited, not worrying about the stains around your mouth and, you know, raiding the laneway fruit or whatever it might be. Sure. And where else is the equivalent of North Carolina in Australia but broom? Oh, yeah, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I feel it is. So Pickle Northern Brothers Hot are our secret pickle, ingredient. Yeah, yeah. So let's go out. Uh, do you have anything to add with the Pickle Brothers? Do you like the Pickle Brothers? I do love Marantia? the Pickle Brothers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so this is Great one of my favourite Pickle Brothers songs and it's um, Barefoot Kid. So, again, if you're listening to this on a podcast, you're not going to be able to listen to it, so go to Spotify or iTunes and get it. But, do um, yourself a favour and find out about the Pickle Brothers because they are great. They are great, yeah. Uh, mm. You've been listening to Kitchen Radio. Shall I sign off for Yeah, Sorry, let's I sign off. And please just remember to come back next week, 5.30 each Friday for oh, Kitchen thanks. Radio. I will. <laughs> oh, yeah, you meant the audience. Audience. Oh, thank you for listening. <laughs> and uh, if you really love us, you can just go and find us on um, Podbean as well afterwards. There yep. we go, Podbean. When okay. I edit out all the really silly stuff. So there might not be much left tonight, I'm not no. quite sure. Oh, crikey. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you can uh, Google you can Facebook search Kitchen Radio and you'll find a uh, contact for Rita there. Please like us and give some feedback if you want or um, suggestions about 
show content or if you've got favorite recipes etc 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 we're all about uh, what's happening locally in the food scene specifically what's growing and what's available and what we can eat locally and what to do with it in your kitchen that's kitchen radio do you think that's that's great so thanks let's sign off yep good night good night good night